When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, at the end of the day, football is football. All Patriots, all, all the time. Ooh, that, that, that's spicy. All Patriots, all, all the time. Welcome to, 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 to First and Foxborough. What's going on, everybody? Another episode of First in Foxborough. I'm Kyrie Thompson. Make sure you download, subscribe, listen, stream this podcast on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. We've been talking a lot about Bill Belichick and the saga surrounding the Patriots this week, what the future looks like, why they screw up the offensive situation the way that they have, all that. I'm going to take a little break from all of that because, honestly, it's a little tedious gets a little boring, gets a little stale. And I mean, it's not like we're not going to have more stuff to talk about on that line. How about we talk about the game that's coming up on Monday night football in a few days against the Arizona Cardinals. And honestly, it's a, it's a game. The Patriots absolutely have to win. No two ways about it. The Cardinals are four and eight. They're bad. You have to win this football game and springboard into the matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders the following Sunday. And then you get the Bengals, which might be your last winnable game, depending on how you feel about the Dolphins coming to Foxborough. I think that is probably winnable and you, you'll have a shot in it. But I'm, I'm not wholly convinced based on what I've seen this team do against really good receivers and decent quarterbacks. Um, then again, you could also say that about the Bengals. So <laughs> not a whole lot of easy stuff. From here on out for the Patriots, not even the Raiders. Okay, but we'll, we'll get to that later. I don't want to get too far off track here. Let's stick with the Cardinals. So listen, let's start with the Patriots defense versus the Cardinals offense. We all know the, the big storyline here is going to be the stopping mobile quarterbacks angle here. The fact that the Patriots have not really been able to do it. The Bills didn't run Josh Allen very much, not from a design standpoint anyway, last Thursday, but the one run that they did have that that I remember seeing um, ended up being a first down in the red zone. So they weren't able to stop that play. And we've seen against Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, and Josh Allen in the past, containing quarterbacks that can run is a big problem for the New England Patriots. Kyler Murray can run. I mean, he's got little little video game speed. It's funny watching him out there because he's got such short strides, but he is moving in a hurry. He's quick. He's got a little bit of elusiveness in the open field. He's a little bit tougher, I think, to really corral because he's got those, those quick strides, those quick moves, the quick acceleration. They don't necessarily run him as much as 
you know, like a Jalen Hurts or a Justin Fields, 34 designed runs, I believe, so far this season, which is a tick more than Josh Allen has had, actually. But again, you look back over the past couple of years, Kyler Murray is up there in terms of rushing quarterbacks, in terms of rushing yards for quarterbacks over the last two years. He's in the top five, and the Patriots have struggled badly against every quarterback that's on that list, the top five rushing quarterbacks over the last couple of years. So that's obviously something to keep an eye on. If you can contain that, if you can contain the the designed runs and obviously the scrambles, those are going to be a big issue as well. You can absolutely beat down Kyler Murray in this offense because particularly if you can get pressure on this team because Kyler Murray's and just generally he has not been a terribly efficient quarterback this year. His turnover worthy plays per Pro football focus, um, you know, the percentage of turnover-worthy plays is is really high. And the big time throws are way too much. Really, this offense has been relegated to you know, being kind of stuck in the mud. Um, and as a matter of fact, when you look at air yards for, per completion, I mean Kyler Murray is like below where Bailey Zappi was. It's like only like six air yards per per attempt. I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that's really low. And so you're looking at a lot of short throws, you know, tunnel screens, check downs, things like that. And I mean, you can absolutely deal with an offense like that, the dinks and dunks, particularly when you have explosive players. If they can't get those explosive plays going down the field, that plays into your hands. Also, Murray has been atrocious against pressure. I mean, look, every quarterback tends to struggle more against pressure than they do when they have a clean pocket. But I mean, Kyler Murray might have the biggest discrepancy between your know, pro football focus grade when he's got a clean pocket, when he's got an 83.1 grade overall, and when he's under pressure, where he's a 29.1. I mean, he's been abysmal. He has no no like big time throws against pressure and, and 12 turnover worthy plays. I mean, basically the, the key is, you know, I, I know I'm throwing some numbers at you, but the key is get pressure on Kyler Murray and he'll probably give you the game. He, he will, he will probably, he will help you win. So that should be number one on the Patriots list. Keep him in the pocket, frustrate him, get pressure on him up the middle, force him to, to make bad decisions. And chances are you're going to win. Now, the thing is, while he's been bad, he's a little bit more dangerous even than some of the, the rushing quarterbacks they faced earlier in the year, you know, like a, a Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields, because he actually has a number one receiver. As a matter of fact, he's got a good number two receiver. Let's start with the number one, though, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. He's all, he's played half the year only, and he's halfway to 1,000 yards already. He's only played six games, and he's got 574 yards receiving. Only only fewer than 80 yards in one of those games that he's played. He is a problem, and quite frankly, the Patriots don't have anybody that can stop him. Okay, it's not that he's he's super fast or anything, but he runs good routes. His catch radius is pretty remarkable for somebody who's only like six one. It's not like he's particularly tall, but I mean, the jumps, the hands, the length, all of it make him really difficult to cover. He's savvy, he finds ways to get open, he's physical. And then you've got Hollywood Brown coming back as well. He he showed up last week and made some plays too, and he's quick. He's another one that in terms of just raw speed and quickness, I mean, he, he's going to be tough for any of the Patriots defensive backs to cover as well. 
And you've got both of those guys. Whereas I think in, in previous games that the Patriots have had success, the quarterback's been bad. Maybe there was one playmaker. Maybe there weren't really any that you could deal with. Right now, the Cardinals, you could at least say they have the makings of an offense that might be somewhat explosive. So that is not going to be an easy thing. And I haven't even talked about James Conner, who can catch it out of the backfield and just runs hard. I mean, you look at what the Bills were able to do last week against the Patriots and just grind down the clock, run the football really well. James Conner is a tough guy to bring down. He runs kind of with an upright style a little bit. I find that very interesting, but he's got good vision. He cuts it back really well. And he's, he's a guy who's going to punish you. And if you keep giving him the ball late in the game, he's going to keep churning out yards and churning out yards. So I think the Patriots, one of the things they're going to be talking about is, yeah, we do have to stop the run. It can't all be about Kyler Murray and even his runs. It can't be all about DeAndre Hopkins. We got to stop James Conner too, because he's tough. So on the other side of things, defensively, the Cardinals are going to blitz a lot. They are 35 0.3% in terms of their of their blitz rate. That's the third highest in the league. And they're up there with 118 pressures all told on the season. That's fifth in the league. So it's interesting because, I mean, J.J. Watt is top 20 in pressures, I believe. He's got 42 pressures on the year. It's not like it, it's it's not even J.J. Watt's most remarkable season in terms of pressures, but still somebody that you want to keep an eye on. He can still produce and still get it done at a high level. So this beleaguered offensive line needs to step up his game around him. You hope Trent Brown is feeling better because these last couple of times Trent Brown has been under the weather. It's been kind of ugly for this offensive line. So please hope he's better. They're interestingly enough, bottom 10 in sacks though, which means they're not converting a lot of these pressures to sacks, whether that's because quarterbacks are just escaping the pocket really well, or they just can't get the guy on the ground. Now, Mac Jones isn't the most mobile guy in the world, but he's shown plenty of times. I mean, in that Bills game, he could have been sacked like seven times, and he found ways to escape and extend plays. Whether or not it actually went anywhere is another, another issue. But again, you, you've seen signs that Mac Jones can at least do enough to evade a rush and get the ball out of his hands. He's probably going to have to do that in this game. They also... It, Weirdly enough, don't give up a ton of passing yards, but they do give up a ton of passing touchdowns. I mean, they only give up about 200-ish, 208 passing yards a game, but they lead the league in passing touchdowns given up with 24. That's actually tied for most in the league. Their red zone defense is really bad. I mean, look, it's it's a battle of bads here, right? The, the, the Patriots red zone offense versus the Cardinals red zone defense. The Cardinals red zone defense is giving up touchdowns on 60, almost 69% of their possessions inside the 20s. I mean, that's easy money. However, the Patriots are the worst in the league at scoring in the red zone, 37.5%. So something's got to give there. And I feel like in that case, I give the tie to the offense just because, well, I mean, it's a little bit easier to know what you're doing on offense than it is on defense. You have the advantage. You would at least hope that you're not going to see any goofy things like end around to Kendrick Bourne, just stick with your bread and butter. Don't get cute. Put the ball in the end zone. Get some confidence here. Okay. They were able to get a little bit of something going against the Minnesota Vikings. 
in, in terms of just getting points on the board. But even then, they, they weren't able to get stuff in the red zone. They had the Hunter Henry touchdown taken away. This is your chance with the stretch run coming up to get some momentum going in the red zone, figure out what works for you. Because without red zone touchdowns, this team ain't going to win. They're not going to win. They're not going to make the playoffs. It's really as simple as that. Look, Cardinals are bad. The Patriots, for all the crap we've been giving them of late, they're not a bad team. They're not a good one. Definitely not a great one, but they're not bad. Okay. But that's what we said about the Bears. We said, you know what? Look, the Bears are terrible. The Patriots, there's no reason that the Patriots shouldn't win this game. It should be a walk. It should be easy. And it wasn't. And this is the kind of team that can make that prophecy happen again. I will say Kyler Murray's not playing at the level of Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, or Josh Allen, just in the grand scheme of things. I'm not even talking about just running, but just as a quarterback entirely. He's not playing to that level. He does have some damn good weapons, though. And once again, just as we saw against the Bills, I'm not sure the Patriots can cover them. I don't think they can cover DeAndre Hopkins. And part of it is going to be not just the route running and the catch radius and all that, but just generally like the back shoulder throws. The size is going to become a problem now because you don't have big corners who are physical enough to deal with him. So I think you might see guys get posted up a little bit more, bouncing off of Hopkins a little bit in the open field, or, or not be able to come down with some of these 50-50 balls. That could be a real problem. On the other side of things, they also give up a bunch of yards to running backs out of the backfield. They've given up almost eight yards per catch to running backs, and so that's tied for six in the league. That's tied for sixth in the league. Could be a good Ramondre Stevenson day, except that he's been tired. He's been just bone tired because they've been keeping him out there all the time because they don't have viable backup options when Damian Harris isn't in the game. So I feel like you you can't even just count on Ramondre Stevenson's going to have a big game like that anymore because the legs are starting to wear down and I don't blame him. That said, if you can get him some touches out of the backfield, you can definitely exploit this Cardinal secondary, the linebackers and all of that. And who knows, maybe you're going to give him a couple maybe you can get him a little bit more rhythm in the running game as well. Like I said, no reason the Patriots should not win this game against the Cardinals, in my view. But we've already been through this once already. No gimmies. Take care of business. Keep your season alive. That's all I got for this one. I'm Kyrie Thompson. This has been First in Foxborough. Catch you next time.